Okay, we're continuing with Mr. Shem with Sicha Chaf. Yeah, it's been a long time since we went to Sicha Saran. I think we ended off at Sicha Yutas, and then we went into for a long time. We went into the story of the Chacham and the Tam, which is very, very Gishmak. We'll have to finish that at one point, Ba'arichas. But I think for now, we're going to move on to Sicha Chaf. So Sicha Chaf talks about the Indian of Simcha, and he says the following When a person is Bisimcha the whole day, Nachmas is an unbelievable simple thing, but it's something that perhaps we don't really understand and we don't really live with so much. We think that a person who's sad, a person who's depressed, a person who's going through a challenging time will be that much easier for him to get into davening and to be able to pour his heart out to the Rabbanisham and davening. A person's having a challenging time in business or in Shalom Bayas or taking care of his kids or whatever he's having some challenges in. So he's the whole day, he's balachatz, he's having anxiety, it's bothering him. You would think a guy like that comes to Shemana Esrei, and amazing, everything flows, everything's easy. He can talk to the Rabbanisham, he gets a Shemak Halenu and he can pour his heart to Hashem. Nachman over here specifically talking about a spoididos, a person's able to sit and to talk to the Rabbanisham properly and openly. Nachman says it's not true. It's not true, and the reality is it's not true. The more, the more a person's caught up in their world of atzvos, the harder it is for him to get involved in a relationship with the Rabbani Shalom. The more a person has simcha, the more a person lives the whole day with yishev adas, with simcha, with happiness, so all the things that are bothering him are there, he has the ability to then take an hour out of his day, or five minutes out of his day, or 60 seconds out of his day, and he has the ability to pour out his heart in a much more real and authentic way than if he would be, if he would be ba'atzvos. And it's very pasha, it's very, very pasha like this. When, when a person's stuck in a place of atzvos, so even having conversations with other people is a difficult thing to do. You're not really interested in schmoozing with other people, and definitely not with the Rabbani Shalom, and definitely not if you're holding him accountable for all the challenges that you're dealing with. You're upset at him, you feel like he's the one that caused me to go through everything I'm going through, and therefore, you're not interested in getting in, involved in a dialogue. If a person's able to be besimcha the whole day, and that doesn't mean that a person's pushing aside all the challenges. Right? We've spoken about many times before that, that you know, one of, the, uh, one of the things that people do, you know, sometimes, uh, I was telling somebody about this recently, I saw this, this term somewhere written, you know, where they call it toxic positivity. Right, toxic positivity is when a person is positive, even though he's not actually positive, right? So a person goes through a challenging time, a difficult time, things are not going well in their life, Everything's amazing. Gamzu Latoiva, Komadavar Rahmanalatavavid, the Rabbani Shalom has a plan. Now, that's good if that's really where you're holding. If a person's not holding there and a person hasn't really worked through the challenges that he's feeling with, so it's, you're, you're being positive, which is great, but sometimes the positivity can actually be toxic because it's not allowing you to recognize that, no, it's difficult, it's challenging, I'm having a hard time with it. Emotionally, I'm not, cap- I'm not coping with it properly, and, and things are not going well. Instead of just trying to brush everything under, bottling everything up, and then just saying, don't worry, I'll be besimcha and I'll be happy. Or Nachman gives us the Eitzah, which is how to be able to live with that balance. On the one hand, if a person just sits and dwells in his misery and says, okay, I have to really feel everything I'm feeling, that's not good. Right? If a person's only talking about moving on without actually feeling, without actually understanding what they're going through, it's also not healthy. You're bottling up all your emotions. Right? Somebody told me recently, he said, therapy is about the past. Life coaches are about the future, right? You go to therapies, they only want to focus about what happened when you were five years old and tell me about six years old, who beat you up when you were a kid. And, th- and life coaches are trying to move you on. And that's in, neither of those two models are, are 100% perfect. Because if you're only focusing on the past and you're dwelling in all the misery and you have to work through every time your Rebbe ever scream, ever scream at you and feel the emotions of your Rebbe screaming at you and why do you feel like you're inadequate and why don't you feel like you're ever going to make it, that's not good because you're going to end up being miserable. If you're only focusing on, don't worry, everything's amazing, let's push my whole past, under a rug and run ahead, it's also not good because you know, I haven't really dealt with anything and it's gonna come back to bite you one day because eventually that, you know, that bottle which you're bottling everything up in, eventually you know, the fizz gets too strong and it, and it pops. Right? Eventually the pressure and it's too, too strong and the contents 
you know, under such strong pressure that the whole thing pops. So, so what's the balance? Rav Nachman says it's very partial to balance. The whole day, besimcha. Besimcha. I'm really besimcha. I'm able to feel real simcha. And then, memela, now I take a chunk, a, a, a portion of my day, a chunk out of my day, which Rav Nachman calls a spidus, you call it a zbainus, you call it cheshben and nefesh, you call it a kind of tzar, shmakalin, or call it whatever you want. You call it driving in your car, but you have a certain point in your day where now I'm going to focus on all the difficulties and all the challenges and all the things that I want that I don't have and all the things that I wished I could have done that I didn't do. And now I'm going to really utilize that time to be able to speak it out properly. And Rav Nachman says, when you're besimcha the rest of the day, it becomes that much easier to actually feel the feelings that you're feeling. A person that's depressed, a person that's sad, a person that's broken, he, he can't even feel any feelings, right? You know, there's a mile on being broken, but not the kind of broken where a person's batsvus, because then you can't feel anything. I'm so depressed, I'm so sad, I'm so upset about the fact that my life's not going where I want that I'm not even allowing myself the, the space to actually feel the emotions and work them through. Nachman says, be simcha. Don't, don't push it away, don't you know, get rid of it and say it's all in the past. Biba Simcha, 23 hours out of the day. Take one hour out of the day where you say, now I'm gonna focus on all the things I want, all the things I wish I could have, all the things that I'm th- thankful and you know, grateful for also, but I'm gonna work on really spending that hour. Nachman says when a person has this formula, 23 and one, so 23 hours a day is Simcha, that one hour becomes that much more authentic and genuine, and you'll actually really be able to work through things. So that's what he says. When you're, the whole day, when, you, when you're happy the whole day, it's easy for him to then spend one hour of the day to the Shabbos to break his heart, and then to really be able to speak it out properly. When you have it's very difficult and very challenging to actually be able to speak it out properly because then I'm just stuck in a place where I'm so sad that I don't even want to talk about it. I don't even want to really deal with it. Is in that place, how do you get out of it? So, yeah, so that's what he said. What he's saying is, this is the formula. Push it away. Don't think about it for the next 23 hours a day. Focus on positive things. Focus on the inclusive tevis. Focus on all that you're grateful for. We know you have challenges. I'm not, I'm not telling you that the challenges are, are, not, are not important and, are not, and just ignore them and move on. And do you know how, how the people in Africa are suffering and you know how the grandparents and the house, I'm not telling you that you should forget it and ignore it and, and not value it. But if you're gonna spend your whole day you know, sunk in that world, you're never gonna be able to really get out of it because you're not, you're not either giving yourself the space to actually be able to process what you're going through. Nachman says, push it aside. Now focus on positive for 23 hours a day. Focus on positive. You'll walk into that, that space of a spoiletless. You'll walk into that area being ready to actually be able to pour your heart. You say, okay, Baruch Hashem, today was a great day. It was good, I felt positive, I felt, I felt alive, I felt energetic. Now I wanna deal with all of the things that are really taking place underneath this bubble of positivity that I've been living with 23 hours a day, now I wanna deal with them. And slowly what happens is, as you deal with them, so then you're actually able to get you know, more and more fine-tuned into your emotions. What happens is, when a person starts really dealing with his emotions, you actually be able to get to, okay, what am I really feeling? What's really bothering me? Not just, it didn't go well in work. Why is it bothering me? Why do I not feel successful if I'm making so much money? Why do I, not, why do I feel like my, my relationships are not working? You're able to really get to the core of it when you're living with that level of simcha the whole day. If you're living with atzvah the whole day, you're, nothing, nothing gets taken care of. And anyone that tries to help you, you push away because you say, you can't really help me, you don't really know what I'm going through, you'll never understand it, it's too, you're just stuck in a place of atzvah where you can't get out of. And it says, first get the place of simcha. Once you're in the place of simcha, then you have the place to get yourself out. A prisoner can't get himself out of prison. You can't. When you're in prison, you can't get out of prison. You're stuck in prison. There's no way to get out of prison. The only way you can get out of prison, you need somebody from the outside to come and take you out of prison. Nachman's telling us that you can be the person who comes to take yourself out of prison. How? If you, 23 hours out of the day, you escape out of prison, 
you push it, move out of prison, then you're able to go to prison and take yourself out of prison for that one hour. If you're, if you're a prisoner the whole day to all of the challenges that you deal with and all the depression and sadness and anxiety and, and difficulties and challenges emotionally and financially and ruchnius and spiritually, everything's pulling you down, you can't get yourself out of jail. And even the people that try to get you out of jail, you, you say, you know what, I don't want your help. You don't understand what I'm going through. You'll never get me. You'll never understand me. I'm in a place of misery. Leave me alone. But Nachman says, you can take yourself out of prison, leave prison for 23 hours at a day. Yeah, you're still in prison. There's a part of you that's stuck, stuck in prison. But if you walk out 23 hours a day, you're then capable of walking to that part of you that's in prison, be able to deal with it and talk to it and be able to rationalize with it, be able to slowly help move that part of you that's in prison also. That's what Nachman writes in Sicha Memal, if he writes also, Leiv nishbar v'atzpos, ene inyan klal. We spoke about this many times. It is a massive difference. Not a matter of the difference between a lev nishbar and atzvos, right? The, you know, the Baltani very famously said, there's nothing as whole as a broken heart. Right, a lev nishbar is, is an amazing thing. Lev nishbar means I'm brokenhearted, but that's not atzvos. Atzvos is where I can't get myself out because I'm ba'atzvos, I'm depressed, I'm sad, I'm broken. I'm so broken that I can't even pick myself up. Real brokenness means that no, I'm healthy, I'm happy, but at the same time, I'm able to spend a, a specific chunk of time where I'm focusing just on that sadness. And it's, again, this is such a push of the etza, is that if your whole day, if in the background of your day, the whole day you're focusing on all the things that you're sad about, you're never gonna get out of them. Nachman says, push them aside, not forever, push them aside for, for the time being. And then focus on them, hyper-focus on them. It's, as opposed to them being in the background of your head the whole day, and not, let, and not allowing you to do anything 100%. 23 hours of a day, go 100%. Go full force, simcha, excitement, joy, life, vitality. Go all in, and then spend that one hour of the day where your mom is focused on the problem, and you have the, you have the tools necessary to be able to work on it. And that's what he says. Okay, Mitzvah will continue tomorrow. More about the Indian of simcha. That's a, a very pashta eta, 23 to 1, to set up the ratio of simcha to dealing with challenges. Thank you.